Hey, it's Party Time Mom. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Prather Show. We are slimmed down and ready to rock and roll in this mothership called Studio 22. Over in the driver's seat piloting this thing is, of course, Puppet Master Mark hanging out What's here pretty up? long. Weekend. It was too long, really. Yeah, you know, I got to say, though, like, I enjoyed it, you know. Labor was, Day is a socialist holiday, by the way. Yeah. So I don't believe in it. It's the one. But the, I, did, I didn't work either. Yeah, it's the one good thing socialism, socialism <laughs> has given us, is what I'll say. I did. I, no, I, we, I, I got to a point where, like, I was looking forward to three days, and I was really going to try to make myself do nothing, you know, and just really rest through the weekend. I couldn't stand it. I couldn't stand it. I miss not podcasting. I miss not running my mouth. Candice, queen of the Ethiopians, sitting here in the hot seat today. I'm here. I did enjoy the three-day weekend. You did I have enjoy to admit, it. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I that was like my one embracing of socialism. So, so <laughs> I'll take a th- so, three-day holiday. Well, I hope everybody did have a good long holiday weekend. Like I said, we're slim down today. Party foul, Steve. Pray for that boy. He's he hurt his back. And Steve never complains about anything. He really doesn't. I mean, this guy's a trooper. And when we got back from the show in Calgary, Alberta, he I could tell he was in a lot, a lot of pain. So uh, he's been he's been laid up now since, what, uh, last Thursday night, having a rough go of it. But he's going to get better. He's going to go see our, our girl, uh, our chiropractor, Dr. Michelle Krennic, good friend. She came down and adjusted him. And uh, anyway, so Steve's, Steve's suffering. Bless his heart. But it's good to not have him around sometimes, you know? Sometimes oh, yeah, just, you know? You know, just, I mean, it just it makes us miss him a little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It makes us appreciate how much we love Steve. Absence makes the heart grow fonder. fonder. That's, what's, that's what they maybe. say anyway. Yeah, maybe. That's what they say. Now, we <laughs> Let's love give Steve. give it a few more days. And, uh, <clears throat> but we got some headlines we want to get into today. I know everybody's probably thinking about this, uh, the gun issue, the gun debate. Of course, over the weekend had another mass shooting that happened in Midland and Odessa, Texas. I'm going to deal with that, but I'm not going to deal with that today because I want, I want us to get into that um, day after tomorrow. This is Tuesday night. I want us to talk, talk about that on Thursday because I got a lot I want to get off my chest about this thing. Um, and, and let's just beat that dead horse one more time because this, this is a real issue. It's a real debate. And as we head into 2020, I think we gotta, we gotta talk about this stuff, but I want to talk about some headlines today. And I also want to remind everybody, we got, so we got a one-star review. We got a one-star review over the weekend. Our first one star. Well, I think it was our second one in all time out of 1600 reviews. I think we've had two one-star reviews. Uh, one was bogus because it said, well, your show is nothing but advertisements, <laughs> which is ludicrous. And then, but this one, this one, she had, she had a point. Uh, she said, um, you know, if you present yourself as a Christian, is it going to be party time mom in front of, when you stand in front of God, because of, you know, you got cussing on the show and stuff like that. And, and a lot of it was in response to our episode we did with our buddy comedian, Jamie, Jamie Kilstein last yes. week. A lot of people got up in arms about that because there were, there were about 150 bleeps in that. Because, yes. <laughs> but I want everybody to understand something. I want you to appreciate something, whether you agree with it or not. I want you to appreciate where I'm coming from. We have a lot of guests that come on this show, and they always say, how do, you, how do I need to be on this show? I want you to be you. Mm-hmm. You be you, and I'll be me, and we'll relate with one another. I don't, ask, I don't want people just to come on here who are exactly like me. Yeah, there's wanna, no fun in that. I want to meet them in their walk of life, their journey. You know, Not everybody has the same deal. And, and I'll also remind you. Don't start picking and choosing your sins, folks. Don't start <laughs> picking and choosing your sins because she also wished me good luck. Christians generally don't believe in a mathematical non-entity like luck. They believe in <laughs> blessings and providential 
uh, good fortune that hands, comes down from the divine hand of God. But anyway, we won't get into the whole why uh, luck is is not a godly attribute or gluttony either. Uh, and don't forget when you're eating that fried chicken after church on Sunday afternoon that uh, while we're over here having party time before God, you're getting fat. Mm. So I want to just leave your sins to you, okay? And don't leave me a one star review. How about that? I, I make you mad. It's it's fine. It's uh it's uh interesting. But I love Jamie Kilstein. We've talked many yes. many times since he was on the show. And uh, that was a good interview. He's a good dude. It was mm-hmm. a good interview. It was very insightful. If you don't want to, here's my thing: is you know those folks who want to look at this show. Uh, my mom gets on to me all the time. She's like, "You gotta you gotta keep it clean. You gotta keep it clean." No, mom, I want to keep it real. I want to keep it real. And that's that's what we try to do here on the Chad Prather Show. And we'll always tell you if it's going to be raw. We'll give you an advisory. We'll say, this one might not be for you. Mm-hmm. I did that on all my shares when I when I put the podcast out there. And everything's bleeped. And everything's bleeped. Well, yep. yeah, there were two that were missed, but whatever. I think, no, no, <laughs> hold on. Let's retract here. For I, I did fix those. Yeah, I know you yep. did. I'm, I just like giving Candace a hard time. All of those Candace were individually. Me, she goes, I apologize. And I, I will say publicly, I said it to you privately, you never, ever need to apologize to me for anything. In my world, you are perfect. So Those were all, you know, individually bleeped. There, there you go. With love and care. So She worked so hard to bleep it all out that it actually created a larger file that took that's why the show wasn't out on thursday on video because it could not process and download because there were mm-hmm. so many bleeps in it i watched it 14 times probably oh, and i can say Lord. it's still one of my favorite interviews it was a great interview yeah even though i watched it so many times i still and, and i know it. that i know that sometimes words like that look i'm not defending the language i'm not saying that i'm defending the the person and the life and 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 the realness and the authenticity of it and and, you know, I don't sit around like that's not my prudish. I don't I, like that doesn't cause my butthole to pucker. You know what I mean? I, I can I can get around people and just listen to them and they can talk however they want to talk. And yeah. I know some people have a little more delicate ears when it comes to things like that. And I understand that it can be offensive and it can be mm-hmm. vulgar and things like that. So I'm not a, I'm not uh, defending that. But what I'm saying is I want people to be real, because if you're only hanging around the people who are just like you, mm-hmm. you're never challenged. Well, and not only that, you're not doing what God called you to do anyway, if that's going to be your defense. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can remember when I was in Nigeria one time and a good friend of mine who's, who's a great Christian man, who is a Nigerian, Patrick uh, Osami. Patrick was there and we had gone to we were traveling through the country and we were uh, we were in the back of a truck in this safari game land. And they were looking for lions, right? Well, the lions in Nigeria, there's not many. They're real small. They're not like Kenyan lions or Ugandan lions in East Africa. And so what they were doing is they were trying to look for scat. They were looking for poop, right? All right. Well, Nigeria used to be a British colony. All right. Well, in the UK, as well as in Nigeria, the word for that is... All right. That's not a bad word to them. So Patrick, around all of these missionaries who had come over from the States, was pointing it out on the ground. He goes, there is... There is... Right. Not a bad word to them. And so all these missionaries are blushing like, oh, my gosh, here's this Christian Nigerian. What? He's a heathen. What's wrong with him? No, 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 no. It's a cultural thing, folks. Get over it. Get over it. Now, you can argue with me all you want. I don't care. But we're going to meet people where they are. There's two things you can't save in the church. One is saints and the other is sinners. No, I'm sorry. Seats and saints. Seats and saints. You got to go out to get the sinners. Problem is the church building's full of both seats and saints. 
We're trying to keep those saved. Go save the sinners. You got to meet them where they are. Anyway, off that soapbox. See, I knew. I was ranting so eloquently. It was there good. it is. It was good. There it is. But it was a great interview. Mm-hmm. Bill de Blasio is the mayor of New York City. You know why he's the mayor of New York City? And he's also trying to run for president. The guy's a moron. Do you want to know? He, the guy's a socialist moron. Let's just be real clear. You want to know why Bill de Blasio is the mayor of New York City? One reason, one reason alone. Because Anthony Weiner uh-huh. got caught sending pictures of his naked self to an underage girl and went to jail for it. Multiple times. Multiple times. And so they ended up with Bill de Blasio by default. He mm-hmm. is horrible. He's so bad that on the month that he decided that he was going to run for president, guess what he did? He only logged seven hours in his office. Only seven hours work time the entire month. There you go. Is that the guy you want as president? Absolutely not. He's not doing the job. He's not only not doing a good job, he's not doing the job at all. So let's take a break here. If you don't know your numbers, you don't know your business. But the problem growing businesses have that keeps them from knowing their numbers is their hodgepodge of business systems. They have one system of accounting, another for sales, another for inventory, and so on. It's just a big, inefficient mess, taking up too much time, too many resources, and that hurts the bottom line. So I want to introduce you to NetSuite by Oracle, the business management software that handles every aspect of your business in an easy-to-use cloud platform, giving you the visibility and control you need to grow. With NetSuite, you can save time, money, and unneeded headaches by managing sales, financing, accounting, orders, and HR insanity. You can do it right now, instantly, right from your desktop or phone. That's why NetSuite is the world's number one cloud business system. And guess what? Right now, NetSuite is offering you a valuable insight with a free guide. Key seven, I'm sorry, seven key strategies to grow your profits at NetSuite.com slash Chad. That's NetSuite.com slash Chad to download your free guide, seven key strategies to grow your profits. Go to NetSuite.com slash Chad. And make some money. Hey, don't vote for Bill de Blasio. You know this, you know, okay, so we're currently in the polls. You have mm-hmm. Joe Biden, Elizabeth mm-hmm. Warren, Bernie Sanders is number three, and then you have uh um I think Kamala. Okay, yeah. She's trending, but she's that. trending in single digit percentage, like nine oh, percent. No. Okay. Biden's at like twenty eight percent. And it's it's crazy to me. When you hear these guys, it's absolutely ludicrous, the stuff that's coming out of their mouth. Like, for instance, over the weekend after this shooting in Midland and Odessa, Joe Biden called for the elimination of gun magazines that hold multiple bullets in them. Now, I tweeted this morning, and I said, if you can't use gun facts to make a gun argument, Mm -hmm. then you need to stay out of the gun debate, right? All guns, unless you have a single-shot Shotgun, all guns, any gun with a magazine holds more than one bullet. Correct. So, again, this is a gaffe. We know what Biden was trying to say. He means it holds a lot of rounds, like Mm -hmm. 30-round magazines or 100-round magazines. That's what he means, but that's not what he's saying because he's mentally ill. I mean, do you ever listen to the guy and say he's not 100%? I mean, the compilation videos alone are pretty, uh, they're uh, humorous, but, like, at the same time, you're kind of concerned. Yeah. But that's. No, you really are. Downward trajectory. Just remember, folks, Joe Biden was in the Senate from 1973 to 2009. That's a long time to be in Washington, D.C. Almost 40 years you're Mm -hmm. in there. 
And what's he accomplished? What's he done? Well, yeah, he became the vice president, but what did he do when he was vice president? <laughs> Give me a break. So that's the kind of talk when you listen to that. So anyway, I tweeted that, and there was a guy who, who trolls me quite regularly on Twitter, uh, nameless and faceless. Well, I think his name's up there. If it's his real name, who knows on Twitter, but there's no face on the avatar, right? So he sends me a deal, and he's like, look, I, I'm, I, there's no snark in this comment, but I know when people, you know, if they are legitimately pro-life, they don't know the ins and outs of the procedure of an abortion, but yet they argue against it. Mm-hmm. So intrinsically, someone who is anti-gun should be able to make an argument against guns. Well, now that sounds, at first read, you're like, okay, I see where he's going, but it's illogical. And let me tell you why that argument's illogical. Because you're comparing abortion, which is the death of someone. Now, if you were saying, I'm going to compare abortion to mass shootings, that's one thing. But a, comparing the tool that, that was used in the mass shooting Correct. with the actual death abortion process, that's two different things. It's apples and oranges. Mm-hmm. That would be like me saying, okay, well, I don't understand how an ultrasound machine works. So I shouldn't be able to argue how ultrasound machines are used in the process of abortion, right? Right. Okay, I'm not going to argue the merits or the dismerits or the unmerits, or I don't know what word I'm trying to use, but the, the bad things about ultrasound machines. Because I don't know anything about ultrasound machines per se. I don't understand anything about the suction tube that, that you know is going to bring a baby's body out of a woman's womb. Okay, but I do uh, – that's the whole deal. Now, you mm-hmm. can argue – I'm dropping things. You can argue against abortion. You can argue against mass shootings. But you've got to know something about a gun. Right. But you can't sit there and say we need background checks. We have background checks. I'm, I'm not going to get too far into this. And I think Jamie – this is Thursday's episode. Yeah, and Jamie Kilstein on uh, last Thursday's episode made a really good point about that because he was talking about him on News and Why It Matters. And he was with somebody who was like pro-gun and he said I wanted to utilize my time to be able to like let them explain to me yeah. their thoughts on it because he's like I don't know anything about guns. So I want to know someone's opinion who actually knows facts. And yeah. so that's a really good way of like – approaching a subject where you know you don't want to be throwing around yeah. obviously information that's not well that's true and and it and it is you know buying a gun is not a very simple process we saw that Correct. recently where there was a lady who tried to buy a gun at Walmart she finally just quit mm-hmm. because everything went wrong like she couldn't she could not buy a gun at Walmart she had to keep going and coming and all this stuff then her ID wasn't right and all these things it's it's not that easy of a process if you want to go buy a gun with me someday I'll take you we'll go We'll go right over to Hot News Natalie's, uh, you know, oh, yeah. we'll go over to Jordan Joseph Stanier's store and we'll let you buy a gun. You'll see what you have to go through to go through this process. Mm-hmm. I will I will, be, I will, gladly take you in, show you how guns are, are built, made, put together, how they function, how they operate. And I don't care if it's a handgun, a pistol, uh, a, a rifle, a shotgun. But, I mean, people want to immediately say, well, assault weapons need uh, – okay, you just lost the argument. You don't know what you're talking about, mm-hmm. all right? And I know with this crowd I'm preaching to the choir. But, you know, come on, if you're going to run for president and this is a major issue and it is a major issue, at least know what you're talking about. Don't be Prince Harry. Be a good start to yeah. have a little facts under your belt. Have some facts. Don't be a Prince Harry. <laughs> you see that where Prince Harry, he's, he's taking like four private jet trips yeah, in 11 days. They're really having to do a lot of PR work for him and his <laughs> wife because they were preaching, you know, environmentalism and protecting the environment greenhouse um footprint his dad's really big on that too and now you know a lot of their friends like elton john had to come out and say like oh i bought them their private jet or paid for their trip for the private jet but i also donated to like a climate change foundation so there's a lot of 
missteps. Uh, well, it, okay, you remember Prince Harry? Love him, love it. I mean, you know, people have this fascination with the royals, right? The British royals. Mm-hmm. They care less. They're people. Yeah, they they people. Like like I read something uh, a while back that said that Prince Charles has never put toothpaste on his own toothbrush. I could see that. Like every morning when he comes into the restroom, he comes into his bathroom, the the toothbrush is already prepared for the royal teeth. Oh, probably, yeah. Or whatever. I could see that, definitely. <laughs> yeah. And like he's never used the same toothbrush twice, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, okay, that's you're whatever. You're the you're the once in future king, I guess. I don't know. But but now remember Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, of course, everybody everybody loves them. Everybody, you know, the, oh, wow, it's great, blah, 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 blah. Don't forget now, Prince Harry, who I have respect for because the guy was in the military. He did yeah. serve his country, which most of them do. But this guy, he really did some stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, he he was out there. And uh, he's one of them crazy dudes. We'd probably get along in real life, you know. He's out there. And uh, But remember, he dressed up like a Nazi. Yes, we cannot forget that. When he was in college, <laughs> he went to a Halloween party. He is a British royal and dressed up like a Nazi officer. <laughs> the swastika armbands yeah. and everything. Yeah, so yeah. this is not a dude who's always made wise decisions. We but, know yeah. this. He's lived in the, the shadow of his brother for quite some time. And this mm-hmm. guy's made his own little mark. And hey, God bless you, Harry. But dude, the hypocrisy of this whole thing. I'm so tired of it. So they're private jetting all over the place. Mm-hmm, which, look, I don't mind it. But I'm also not thinking the world's going to end in 12 years. I mean, neither does Barack Obama. Actions speak louder than words. That's true. He and Michelle go out and buy $15 million house mm-hmm. off the coast of Martha's Vineyard, which they say will definitely be underwater in 11 years. Mm-hmm. Like, don't even, not, Martha's Vineyard ain't even going to make it to the 12-year mark. No. It'll be underwater before then. It'll be underwater. Yeah. So he bought a $15 million house. You remember the, 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 the speech that Obama gave in South Africa? It was like an hour and a half long where he said, you know, how many trips can you take? How much money can you have? Oh. How, many, how big does a house need to be? How much can you eat? You know, enough is enough. And him and Michelle... Out there tugging between their legs on Martha's Vineyard. $15 million house. Eight bedrooms. Eight bedrooms, yeah. Do you know he's the most high, he's the highest paid ex-president ever? I could see that. Though. He's making more money now than any one of them living. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, okay, he's a Netflix executive now. Yeah. Which, again, I go back to Obama always and only wanted to be a celebrity. He is hands down the worst thing. That has ever happened to this country. Look at me. Look at me. I want to, look at, I want to tell you something. Look here, kids. <laughs> Barack Obama was the worst decision America ever made. He was. I'm telling you, we got more problems today because of that man. And he don't believe what he's been preaching. This right there is the proof example of it. Vote for Trump 2020. Come see us out on tour, too. We're about to do the uh, the Freedom to Laugh tour. You can go to eaglesofliberty.com and get our tour schedule. Myself, Michael Loftus, Reno Collier, Brian Hainer, guitar guy. We got about 15 cities set up. We're announcing a whole lot more. Now, you can still come to my Star Spangled Banter comedy tour. You can go to watchchad.com. Get all the dates. Get all the dates. Get them all, Mark. Get them all. Yeah. Freedom to laugh, baby. F the left. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> F the left. <laughs> Please tell me you've already put like merch oh, I got shirts it. in I'll the show print. you when we get off the air. Yes. What do you see? I mean, Eagles of Liberty kind of sounds like a pretty good band name. Exactly. So, That's what we were going for. Yeah. 
That's what we were going for. Because they shut us down on the MAGA comedy, MAGA country <laughs> comedy tour. We wanted to do that in Jussie Smollett land. We wanted to do that in Chicago so bad, the MAGA country, where MAGA country started. Uh, but you can't promote that name. Mm -hmm. you, you put it out there and it gets red flagged everywhere. You know, you have to have uh, uh, secondary authentic authentication, like Facebook has to mail you a letter with a code on it. What? I'm serious, yeah. I've got it at home. I can show it to you. To use that name or to, to no, post something? So, like, if I'm going to post something yeah. and I want to say MAGA Country Comedy Tour and then I want to boost that post, I want to geo-target yeah. a city. Yeah. Like, say, we're going to be in Des Moines, Iowa on the 24th. We're going to be in Omaha, Nebraska on the 25th. We're going to be in Kansas City on the 26th of this month, September. If I if I try to place a 50-mile radius ad mm -hmm. and it says MAGA Country Comedy Tour and I put $100 behind it, they're going to say, no, you can't post that because anything that is political in nature functioning like it could be a political rally or something like that, yeah. you have got to have. So I had to – you. I have to send in my driver's license again, which remember, I'm already blue-checked, verified on Facebook on both my fan page and my personal page. Mm-hmm. You got to send in your driver's license front and back. You got to verify your address. You have to do all of these things, go jump through all these hoops. And then they got to send you a letter that takes a week to get to you with a six digit code that you go <laughs> back in so you can authenticate your account. Boom, 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 boom. You, well, you can't do that every time I'm going to promote a show. That's insane to do that for like every yeah, city. I mean, like, I can't, that's too much. Every time I do it, I mean, I have to go through this process again. So we said, screw it. We're not going to do it. We're going to look, we're, we're Trump guys. And everybody's like, man. Fight the power, man. Be MAGA country comedy tour. And I'm like, you. from a business perspective, that's suicide. You can't do it. You know, this is a for-profit business. You know, we're out there trying to make a living, you know? We're not going to go out there and tell jokes to each other. We do that on group text all day, every day, you know? So uh, we changed it. Uh, we call ourselves, we, we started, because we wanted to kind of that, that band name, you know, yeah. like Eagles of Liberty, yeah. so EOL. And so this e the group is Eagles of Liberty, and uh, but the tour, because it's easier to sell. Because, yeah. again, like our guy, and I won't say, there were some pretty high up, big name people in the world of political commentary. Yeah. They heard it, and they were like, kind of sounds like a motorcycle gang. And we were like, yeah! <laughs> and they were like, yeah, but you can't ever sell that. I <laughs> so, mean, but there's definitely probably going to be like matching tattoos, I hope, oh, amongst yeah, all getting, of you. I'm getting a big eagle on my butt. Eagles the, of Liberty? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Party time, Mom. The um, before God, we go, we're going to, we're going, but it's the Freedom to Laugh tour is what it is. So we're going to have a good time. Hang on a second. You know, about this time every year, our attention turns to the solemn anniversary of nine eleven. It's that moment when we reflect on those who gave their lives that day and those who would pay the ultimate sacrifice in the years to come, defending our liberties in places from Afghanistan to Iraq. Listen, eighteen years later, we find ourselves seemingly in a state of permanent war. We're warned that the Islamic State is poised to make a comeback. We watch as the crescent of Iranian influence extends its long shadow. And in Afghanistan, our leaders are negotiating the terms of, quote, peace with the Taliban. I want to tell you about a recent film that ties this all together. We had him in as our guest, and we talked about it on another podcast episode, Mosul, the story of the last battle of the Iraq war documenting the 2016-2017 fight against ISIS in Iraq's second largest city. Directed by former CIA officer Dan Gabriel, Mosul is much more than a war story. It's a journey that will take you uh, up the Tigris River into the heart of darkness of the ISIS caliphate, revealing an apocalyptic battle against two unyielding enemies, violent 
Islamic extremism, and the sectarian mistrust and hatred that will remain long after the politicians declare victory. It's available right now on iTunes, Amazon, and Vimeo. Visit www.mosul-film.com. Mosul-film.com. Dan Gabriel, everybody. Love that dude. Uh, Do you know that black Trump voters are mentally ill? I... See, this was some like controversial tweets over see, the weekend. See, if I say that, that's yeah. racist. If I if I say, "Hey, black voters, you're mentally ill," black Trump voters are mentally ill. But I mean, this pastor, mm-hmm. uh, Birmingham, Birmingham, Alabama, Alabama put yep. it on his church sign. I thought it was a joke when I saw it, and Deborah Messing from Will and Grace retweeted it and endorsed and it. Endorsed it. Yeah, idiots. Uh, from Pastor Michael Jordan, though. Michael Jordan. Yeah, Pastor Michael Jordan. <laughs> Not number 23. <laughs> New Era Baptist Church defended the sign. A black vote for Trump is mental illness on one side. The other side, a white vote for Trump is pure racism. He said, God motivates me to take a stand for what's right. Read the Bible and look in the White House. If they're calling me a racist, look in the White House. When you vote for Donald Trump, you're supporting institutionalized racism. Still can't find that institutionalized racism they speak so much about. I can't figure out a single institution in this country that's racist, where it's institutionalized. Is it organized? In some places. Is it individualized? Yes. But institutionalized? You're reaching right there. So he's already been accused. You know, he was a, he's a divisive dude. Posted a sign back in 2018. It said, uh, black folks need to stay out of white churches. And on the other side, it said, white folks refuse to be our neighbors on the other. See, this is the kind of... Um, this is the kind of sowing discord, the, the problem right here. And I don't mm-hmm. care if you're white or black. I don't care what color you are. Uh, you're continually bringing this crap to the surface. I mean, if I'm going to sit there and, you know, our buddies David Harris Jr. and Brandon Tatum, Candace Owens, uh, I could go on, Rob Smith, all the way down the line, people that we could list off. I mean, you're going to tell me that these people some of the smartest, brightest, insightful profound people I've ever known in my life. You're going to tell me they got mental illness because of where they vote? Absolutely not. You're going to, you're going to blacklist somebody because of their values. Back to Deborah Messing. Yeah, and, that was another and, big controversial yeah, thing. With, and uh, what's what's his name that that was the is the actor on Will and Grace? Eric McCormick. Eric McCormick. So yeah, they they were doing that in response to uh, Trump is going to have a fundraiser out in Beverly Hills, and yeah. they wanted like the guest list and donation list to be released to basically go back to. McCarthy era blacklist, you know, kind of flipping the book on it, but um, kind of going after the celebrities who were going to be in attendance or anybody who would be in attendance yeah. and donating to Trump. It's modern day McCarthyism is what that is. Joseph McCarthy, of course, was that Republican senator who was going to call out everybody for being communist and mm-hmm. you know, kind of red list them, so to speak. But I mean, some of these some of these donors, I mean, some of these places at this fundraiser, hundred thousand dollars each just to go to this thing. And, you know, a lot of folks have now spoken out. Um, a lot of people in the Hollywood industry have spoken out about this and calling them, you know, how disappointing this is that mm-hmm. you're going to say something like that. Because, because again, we think about the actors and the actresses, the people that are well-known, but think about the people who, behind the scenes, the grips, the yeah. lighting engineers, these people, the, the contractors, the people who are in there building these sets, who are working their butt off behind the scenes as a thankless job. And they're there, as you guys know, hours and hours and hours, you know, 16, 17, 18 hour days in some Mm -hmm. cases to get this thing done on a production schedule. How many of them are conservatives? 
yeah, you hear the outspoken ones like George Clooney mm-hmm. and and Leonardo DiCaprio and these guys. But the, what about the what about the workaday people who are out there, the blue collar folks in Hollywood who are trying to make it in, in their profession? Oh, I'm sure it's like pervasive throughout. You know, those working class it individuals, is. as where the other ones could you know get a little creative on their taxes and you know. Yeah. Miss yeah, all you those. can be a John Oliver who yeah. buys a Manhattan penthouse for nine million dollars and uses a Trump created tax loophole to do mm-hmm. it. Yeah. You know, a lot of Manhattan. them do that. That's the make their own production company. They're listed as the sole employee yeah. of that production company. And then they make, you know, bare minimum and have to pay the least amount of taxes. So that's yeah, how mean, they get I, around. I know. I know that trick. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Sorry. <laughs> I know that trick. <laughs> I'll edit that out. <laughs> no, no, you can say it. I mean, that's one of the beauties of being in the entertainment business. I mean, Everything's a write-off. That's what I'm going to do here. <laughs> I, I mean, I can go to the movies and write it off because it's a, it's a research. Uh, it's research. Yeah. Anything you want can be, yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's dumb, but I mean, <laughs> you know, the thing is don't be crooked. That's, that's the deal. And so many, but I get, you got John Oliver, who's going to go in there and blast Trump who buys a $9 million Manhattan penthouse mm-hmm. and uses a loophole that was created by Trump to, to do it. So, yeah. Anyway, I, you know, I, it's, it's crazy. This world we're living in. I think, I think to sum it up, it's just, it's just the hypocrisy. Like you go back to this black Trump sign thing, black Trump voters are mentally mm-hmm. ill. Did, did you see the commercial that everybody got up in arms with over uh, Dior, Christian Dior? The new Sauvage uh, Cologne that Johnny okay. Depp was advertising. Oh yes, okay, you yeah. Know, anyway, where they about- have you know the Native American dancing and stuff yeah. like that, and everybody was up in arms. They actually reached out. I mean, they had consultants from the Native American communities involved. And, and government involved to to kind of counsel them through this whole thing. But no, they're calling them savages. Sauvage. We know what you're saying, Dior. Mm-hmm. We know what you're saying. So what they do, they pull it down. I'm so sick of this. I mean, if you want to say it, say it. Say it. Let the chips fall where they may. Come on. You can have party time in front of God. Party time mom. Sorry. (laughs) You can be like this uh, UK woman who mislabeled a transgender. And they came to her house. Three officers came to her house and arrested her in front of her children. Her autistic child and her breastfeeding 20-month-old baby. And she's banned from ever uh, referring to that person ever again or being in contact with them ever again. I mean, that's she did it on Twitter. So, like, Candace, I know you're a woman. But that's, like, it's so un-PC for me to refer to you as a woman. Like, I said, what's up, dude? I could go to jail for this if I'm in the UK. I mean, let's call the police right now. Yeah. I would feel more comfortable. (laughs) (laughs) I need armed security here. Where's my my tactical fanny pack? Where's my tactical fanny pack? Exactly. But it's getting ludicrous. It's getting a little out of hand. But if you think about it. So goes the UK. So goes America. I'm telling you. I mean, we're just on the cusp of like the 2020 elections really kicking off. Yeah. And so this is, I think we're just seeing the start of it. Yeah. Well, it it is dumb. Like I don't agree. Like the Nashville Catholic schools, this was in the headlines where they're pulling the Harry Potter, Harry Potter books because they're afraid that by reading those books you could summon evil spirits. Mm-hmm. It's exhausting. It's exhausting. Look, I don't like J.K. Rowling. I don't like her politics. Yeah, she's I, changed I, I over mean, the course of a lot of time. Do, but but come on, it's amazing to me how like the Lord of the Rings doesn't get that same kind of scrutiny. Mm-hmm. I mean, you realize that J.R.R. Tolkien, he created entire language. He created a language, yeah. an alphabet and everything, to go with these books that he wrote. Mm-hmm. You know, it, people don't get so up in arms over things like that. They don't get up in arms over 
uh, all of these. Oh gosh, you know you can list them over and over and over again. Game of Thrones. I mean, how many people are going to church on Sunday morning and then Sunday night they're all huddled up with their Game of Thrones parties? It's very pick and choose. It is back to that. You know, my favorite sins, the ones I love to hate. <laughs> you know, I. <laughs> <laughs> I know of someone who recently sent, reached out to me about they were concerned about someone having an extramarital affair. And I said, well, I don't know anything about that. I, I have mm -hmm. no idea. They said, well, I don't like it. And I said, but aren't you living with someone you're not married to? See, you pick and choose. <laughs> people pick and choose this stuff. None of us are perfect, people. Read your Harry Potter books. Harry Potter. <laughs> So close. <laughs> Harry Potty books. So close. Get your NetSuite, too. Get your NetSuite.com. Yeah. Just be Go careful. to Mosul-Film.com. Pick your outrage. Don't be Eric Swalwell. This fool. Why don't he go away? I don't know. Is he still... Re no, he's no? out. Okay. I he's trying He tries to be so funny on Twitter, and he's so not. You know, don't try to make jokes after a mass shooting like this. And he was, you know, basically saying that, you know... Um, Law enforcement is the one who killed the guy who was the shooter. And, and uh, you know, these open carry people in Texas, it doesn't do any good and all mm -hmm. that. Oh, just shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. Did you, well, I know you're going to dive deeper into this on Thursday, but did you see that clip of Beto um, yes. saying basically like, no, like everyone's going to sell their guns back to the government and it'll be fine. No more guns. Oh, we're going to talk about that. Yeah. That'll be a good one to dive oh, into. Oh, I mean, we're going to talk about this gun issue. We're, we're going to talk. It's going to be, it's going to be the one, man. A Thursday's episode. You don't want to miss it. And uh, hey, elect Bernie Sanders. You get a meat tax. Get a meat tax. But it's going to save the environment. So it maybe you want to consider. It, yeah, you get a meat tax. And uh, who knows, man? God bless those of you down there in the path of Hurricane Dorian. Um, you know, praying that thing kind of pushes on out to sea and stuff like that. We're not going to be like. You know, the former prime minister of Canada said that she hopes that it wipes out Mar-a-Lago, you know. Yeah, that was Trump a... did play golf this morning. He got in a quick round. He said he played very, very fast. He's down in Florida? Yeah. Oh, my God. Trump ain't playing. <laughs> Trump ain't playing. <laughs> he faces the storm, Candice. His security guards are probably like, um, <laughs> I yeah. guess. <laughs> yeah. As soon as he holed out 18, they were on Air Force One. <laughs> <laughs> The golf yeah. course is all ripped up because they're like, we're taking off from here. Yeah. <laughs> down. They had, they had to get plane gassed up. Prince Harry flew in and picked up Trump. And they went to Epstein's Island. Uh-oh. <laughs> You're also going to have an episode on that. <laughs> oh, man. I got some. I'm still thinking about this Jeff Epstein thing. I can't it's get over unfolding. it. still unfolding. Oh, it's still unfolding. Some it's, more stuff broke today. I know it did. I know it did. We're going to talk it's about exciting. some of it. We'll talk about some of it. Who knows? Good Lord, <laughs> have mercy. Candace, world's gone nuts. Party time, Mom. <sighs> pick your outrage. Pick your outrage. There's plenty of it to go around. You mm -hmm. pick it. We're going to talk. We're going to be real on this show now. That's one thing we do. That's the thing I love about our crew is, is we all have our values. We all have our different opinions on things, but we're going to be real. And I don't mm -hmm. ask anybody ever to be different for my sake. God knows I ain't fitting in anybody's anybody's whatever mm -hmm. round peg square hole thing. I'm not doing it. I ain't conforming. I'm going to be real, mama. 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 <laughs> Let me come back home, mama. I'll be, I'll be good to you. <laughs> Let me come back home, mama. Chad's broke. Chad, need, I need some loving, mama. 
<laughs> if I just pull on this apron string long enough, I get back to you, mama. <laughs> Body time, mom. Stay horned. My goodness gracious. I love it when people say, oh, I liked you until you had that guest on or you said that thing. No, you didn't. If you liked me, it's because you knew me. And if you know me, you know how I am. I love you. I give you a shirt off my back, but I'm going to be real with you. That's true. I will. 100%. 100%. I'll give you everything I got. But man, I don't operate in greed. Never have. Don't want to. Don't believe in it. And and But I'll tell you the truth. By gosh. And I'm here for you, too. If you want to talk, I'll talk to you. And right, Candace. That is right. That is true. Yep. I'll counsel you. I'll give you my wisdoms. Everything. 100%. <laughs> Made sure Candace stayed stayed at this job and didn't go work at Chick Fil A. <laughs> I'm kidding. She wasn't going to Chick Fil A. She don't like that Jesus chicken. <laughs> She's a Popeyes girl. She might make more oh. money at Chick Fil A, but who knows? It's my pleasure. Oh no! I know. I love oh. you, girl. Mark, I love you too, buddy. I love you too. Oh, We're sending out, we sending out big shouts. You blushing, aren't you? <laughs> We're sending out big shouts to Party Foul Steve. We want him to get yeah. better and feel better and all that stuff and get him back in here. But boy, it sure is relaxing with him gone. It sure is nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like a you four day weekend. Doing? You know what Party Foul's doing? Let me tell you what he's doing. He's, uh, He's starting this uh, vlog. He's starting a video log really? of stuff that we're doing on the road. Oh, my God. You know, he's been talking about doing a podcast forever. But now he's moved on to the vlog. Well, I think he still wants to do the podcast on it too. So he's gonna he's gonna put it on a on a subscription based thing to be that I'm not gonna name here because they're a competitor of ours. But Steve doesn't work for the Blaze or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so y'all could y'all just watch his social media. He's having fun with it. And This gives him a sense of purpose. God bless him. Is he like, gonna be a YouTube star? He's gonna be. I think he might be. <laughs> I think Steve. He might be. Oh yeah. <laughs> It's kind of funny. He released one the other day of him in the bed. He went and bought a selfie stick. Well, he didn't buy it. So I think he sent Tony to go get it. And she brought him. So he's got it. I went in there and laid down on the bed with him the other day at his house and just kind of commiserated with him for a little while. And and his selfie sticks laying there. I mean, one of the big old long extendable ones. So my, my truck got left over at Party Foul Steve's. We had our chiropractor party over there Saturday. Uh-huh. So uh, we sat around. The girls drank a little champagne. I had a little, little apple juice and... Um, Jade and I decided to go to the baseball game, Rangers baseball game. They played mm-hmm. the Mariners, won in the last inning. It was a great game, except for the lady beside us got hit in the head with a line drive. True story. That was bad. I thought she was dead, man. Poof. Anyway, uh, apparently she's hard-headed, so thank God for that. But I left my truck over at Steve's and just jumped in the car with Jade, and we mm-hmm. drove to the stadium. So I, I just left my truck over there all weekend long, right? So last night, Steve, this was this was Monday night, Labor Day. Steve starts texting me, hey, uh, you know your truck's still over at the house. Yeah, I know. Well, it's, it's blocking my mailbox, and, and they won't deliver the mail uh, if if there's something blocking the mailbox. And I'm like, what are you waiting on? Like, what, like what's coming to you? Like, like, what mail are you anticipating on a Tuesday? All of Steve's PR packages that he gets. <laughs> <laughs> All of his new garage door openers and security cameras. I can't tell you. Barbecue sauce. The amount of times he asked me if I wanted a garage door opener. <laughs> Have you hooked it up yet? It's pretty cool. Have you hooked it up yet? Oh, God bless him. I wouldn't trade him. I wouldn't trade him for anything. I'm telling you what. We went up to Calgary. We had an awesome show. Um, I, had a, I had a guy who sent me a message. I guess he was pissed at me or whatever. He he uh, he said that he had brought some people to the show, and it was a great show. It was a packed house there mm-hmm. in Calgary, and um, I had a blast with everybody. 
and had fun fun up there doing the show. But this guy, he said, "Well, I brought some friends, and 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 you know what? Your your comedy was a lot more liberal than uh, <laughs> than I expected it would be based on what I hear you say online." I was like, "Well, that's a first. I mean, right there." <laughs> I've never been accused of that. Just by looking at you, I could tell I you're a little liberal. Yeah. Just <laughs> So afterwards, we had like 95 people that came to the meet and greet, oh, which wow. is a lot of people for, you know, <laughs> like I try not to do that many anymore. Uh-huh. Like I try to cap that at about 30 people, 40 at the most, because we used to do them like 100, 115 people. That's just wow. hard. That's and so, um, and you don't get the same kind of time to visit with people, but this one guy comes through and. And, you know, I like the, it's like a second show for me when I'm doing the meet and greet. Mm-hmm. And so um, uh, I just kind of cut up with whoever and have a good time with them. And you never know what I'm going to say. I never know what I'm going to say. It's not thought out. <laughs> so this this couple came up, lovely couple, you know, very, very blonde haired and fair skin and stuff like that. And I said, well, I bet y'all got some white kids. I bet y'all got some. <laughs> <laughs> and so anyway, he goes, wrong. We're not married. And I said, okay. I said, so y'all... Uh, just sleeping together. <laughs> Inappropriate, yes, but that you know. So anyway, he's like, "Wrong again." This is only our second date, and I'm like, "Okay, so good." We took a picture, and boom, boom, boom. So he sent me a message, and he was pretty upset. He's the same one who said I was pretty liberal on my thing. He's like, "I should have called you a man of the world." <laughs> I was like, "Okay, <laughs> well, I hope you stay celibate." I mean, what do you want? I'm just joking with you. My bad. <laughs> Just, I wasn't, he said, well, after consulting with all of my Christian friends, they beseeched me to reach out to you. And I'm like, well, you just keep on beseeching, brother. <laughs> <laughs> you people really need to lighten up. I mean, really, really there, to lighten up. Take a Xanax, man. Bumper sticker. I know. Keep on beseeching. <laughs> I know. We, we got to get out of here. We got to go beseech something. <laughs> Hey, I ain't making light. I love all you guys. I, look, if you could, I tell people all the time you could spend a day in my inbox, and but it's funny to me the people who say, well, "I'm just done with you now." Okay, okay. And next week they're probably back commenting. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, where else are you gonna go to get this kind of hard hitting truth? No I mean, boom, Graham Allen lies. You know, I mean, come on, Allie Beth Stuckey, her podcast isn't any good. Glenn Beck, he doesn't know what he's talking about. Jeez, where else are you gonna go to get it? Lord, you'd have to go to a whole other network, and even they're horrible. <laughs> so just just stay here. Grab a snack. Just stay right here, John Miller. White House brief. Pfft. He's black. They voted for Trump. Mentally ill. You're going to listen to this? <laughs> My gosh, the news and why it matters. Oh, give that girl a sandwich. Terrible. <laughs> Pat Gray. He's four foot, four inches shorter than he was six months ago. <laughs> Jeffy, <laughs> that's all you gotta say. <laughs> Just Jeffy, chewing the fat with Jeffy. <laughs> Subscribe to every single one of them where podcasts are offered, and I promise you, life will be better for it. We love you guys. If you watch this and you're still with us, I want you to go right over to Apple Podcast or wherever you get them, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever Google Podcast, and just hit the audio version. If you haven't subscribed, subscribe. Hit the audio visual. Let it play for five minutes. Let it play for ten minutes. Tell the world that you're listening, okay? Put it out there. We like the numbers. Candice, thanks for sitting in, hanging out. Mark, thanks you're the master. Me. I love y'all. God bless. We'll talk to you next time. Pick your out. Read by.